Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Tom Hanks, Bono, The Edge, Brian Cox, Ruby Wax, and many more. It's not the cast of a new big budget Netflix movie. It is the lineup, though, for the Dawkey Book Festival in Dublin, which takes place this June in the Dublin Coastal Village. Economist and podcast David Mike Williams is one of the organizers. And he joins us on the line this morning. David, good morning. Good morning, lads. How are you doing? I suppose you're too important now to be talking to us. You're probably having <laughs> afternoon tea with Tom Hanks and breakfast with Bono. So listen, it takes all sorts, lads. It takes all sorts. <laughs> you know? This is class. How does one manage to get Tom Hanks to come to Dorky? Sometimes you just have to ask. And all a fella can say or a woman can say is yes or no. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's the first and second thing is you forget that nobody really dislikes being asked to come to Ireland in June. People <laughs> like coming here. <laughs> no, it's really true. You know, like you're you know you're, you're basically saying come to Ireland in the middle of June, turn up. Yeah, I know you have a book to sell, and Tom, you're a rather minor minor celebrity, so you might have difficulty get pushing the book out the door, and we'll help you. No, it was amazing. We just we 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 went through a couple of angles, uh, got his email. And and Shan emailed him, and I thought, yeah, this is going to be fine. It'll be funny, you know, and we'll get someone down the road. Down the road will say, uh, no thanks, but, you know, thanks for the invitation, la la sure. la. But no thanks for it. He personally emailed back and said, yeah, I'll come. That's it. And uh, Shan kind of said, do I go back to him? I said, unless it's one of our mates acting the maggot, yeah, do go back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is entirely possible, of course. And so you must have been just jumping around your sitting room, were you? I was kind of mad. And he just said, yeah, I'll come. He said, what are the dates? He said, yeah, fine. And um, that was it. And then he went sort of silent. And then about a month ago, we got an email again, Shang, an email from him. Love to come. We'll be in Ireland that day. Didn't say where he's coming from, where he's going to. He said, yeah. we'll be in Ireland that day. We'll, we'll turn up at the event. That's it. That's all. That's what you want to hear on an email from Tom exactly. Hanks. In fairness, um, and this, I mean, I mean, exactly, exactly. As big a guest as Tom Hanks is Bono, and obviously a man with a book, and you know, people want to hear from Bono. But I mean, even even with the Dawkey Kalini neighbours, I mean, still difficult to get him tied down to a date. Well, well, absolutely. And he's at the moment. Bono's doing this the show Surrender in the Beacon Theatre in New York. I think it's still going on. It's certainly in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, I mean, the book is amazing. I don't know if you've read it. It's oh, really Not only has Dermot read it, but this weekend he is going. Yes, I've, I've read it, I've listened to it, I'm going to New York to see him this weekend. Are you going to see the, you're going yeah. to see the show? Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I mean, Dermot, I mean, isn't the book extraordinary? It is. I think it's just a fascinating insight into, really into the depth of a band that, that that's that big but plus he's a great writer a great communicator it's no surprise I, sub- I, I suppose but um, you know he's very eloquent and he's he's great at, at talking about the you know not just all the mad times but the times where they were a little bit you know not sure footed and lacking in confidence and the bits where maybe things could have gone wrong I, I'm fascinated by all that kind of stuff well I think you're right and I think that you know you're, probably the most interesting bits of those sort of as you said you know we kind of forget that, you know, you two are, you know, it's like, it's like talking about the Rolling Stones or something. Yeah. Like, you kind of forget that this is, the band is so, so big. And I think, I, I don't know, I think there's only like 300,000 tickets in about half an hour uh, for those shows <laughs> in the sphere. Like ridiculous yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. But you're right, it's, it's, those, it's those moments in the book. And, and, and I've seen the, the show as well in Dublin when I was in the Olympia, 
where you've got the doubt, where you've got the self-analysis, where you've got the fear. You know, in a bizarre way, they're kind of universal problems for lots of people, you know? And I do believe maybe that's why Bono's book struck a chord with many people who are not just music fans. They were like, whoa, this is... This is a father talking about family, talking mm. about relationships, talking about life, talking about upbringing, talking about relationships with his dad, which is very, very complicated. And uh, and I don't think he'd be the first Irish fellow to have a complicated relationship with his father. <laughs> no, or indeed with his, his colleagues, his workmates, his bandmates. And speaking of which, The exactly. Edge is there with Oliver Jeffers, which is a wonderful combination of humans. So I don't know, if, in case people don't know, but if you have kids, you will know. Oliver Jeffers, an amazing... Uh, picture book writer and, and illustrator and he's in conversation with The Edge. Yeah, well, I mean, what we, what I, what I, what we like doing is putting odd people together mm. that you might not imagine. So Edge is talking to Oliver Jeffers, as you said, an amazing, amazing writer for children, but for all people who are into the visual arts, all people who are into the artistic world, Jeffers is, is an exceptional talent. And then we've also got uh, Edge with Brian Cox, which yes. is a really interesting one. So Brian Cox the physicist, you know, started his life as a musician. And Edge started his life as an engineering student in Kevin Street, right? And so what you have is Edge has always said, really, science fascinates me even as much as music. And Brian Cox has always said, music fascinates me even as much as science. So we're going to put them together, the, the musician who wanted to be a scientist with the scientist who wanted to be a musician. And just let them go and let them chat. As an organiser of something like this, is it a lot of hard work in terms of making sure that they're really well looked after and they get the things that they're accustomed to? Or do you find that actually they're pretty regular and don't ask for much? They're, they're really regular. Sometimes the bigger the name, the easier they are. Mm. Right? I suppose the whole thing you're trying to do at all festivals, like a music festival, you've got your headline acts, but you've also got your smaller acts and you're trying to blend the whole thing so that... So, so there's a little bit for everyone over the whole weekend. And we just got lucky. And what you also notice is once you get one big star, the others kind of come. It kind of gives you, it makes you legitimate in their mm, eyes. You mm, know? Yeah, so totally. Matt Damon, certainly Matt Damon, he's there. And then suddenly it's like, oh, okay, if Matt Damon was there. So that, I think we're trading a wee bit off that, which is fantastic. So yeah, you, know, you also need, as you need, you need a bit of a neck like a jockey's bollocks to actually ask these people. Totally. <laughs> yes. Totally. And as you say, all you can do is ask and all they can do is say yes or no. Um, speaking of stars, I mean, you are one of the biggest podcast stars in Ireland now. The David McWilliams podcast uh, gets more and more popular every week. Huge amounts of listens. Um, obviously, you're, you've got your economist hat on when you do that rather than your uh, book festival hat. Um, in terms of our economy, and because we can't have you on the phone and not get your take on where we are at the moment, it's it's fairly difficult listening if you listen to early morning news programs in terms of housing crisis and homeless crisis and all that. Do you feel like we're coming out of a crisis or kind of stumbling headlong into more of them? The major problem, as we all know, is housing. Housing, housing, housing. That's the, the If we can fix housing, almost everything else in the economy is working as well as you could possibly imagine. The root of housing is the fact that land is really badly used in Ireland. Everybody notices this when you go abroad. There's much, much denser houses. Cities tend to be much more compact. There tend to be higher rises. It doesn't have to be huge high rises, but six or seven storeys. There tends to be an urgency about trying to fix housing in other countries. There isn't one here. And you can only conclude that it is deeply political at a certain level that the interests of 
landlords, landowners, that sort of stuff, are actually, or have actually over the last 50 years, consistently been put before the interests of workers. So I think there's an easy, easy-ish fix to this, which is to actually tax land. And that will encourage more and more people, if they don't want to pay the tax, to sell the land for mm. development. So to, to answer your question, everything else apart from housing is working really well. But the problem is when housing doesn't work, people can't move out from yeah. their parents. Therefore, they can't really grow up. You, the, old, the process of becoming an adult, like I remember, you know, when I was a kid, you could move out into Rathmines, into a bedsit, which I did. And then by 22 or 23, you could move into a house with mates. And then as you got older, into your late 20s, you could move, move in with your girlfriend or boyfriend. And suddenly that process of actually growing up, of leaving the nest and becoming an adult was facilitated in one way by the state, even though they didn't know that. Whereas now, you know, you, you talked about the podcast. You know, the podcast listeners, one of the lovely things for me is that the podcast listeners tend to be much younger than typically people who would read, let's say, my column in, let's say, the Irish Times, for example. Mm. And so we're talking to them all the time. And what you can sense from people in their 20s and early 30s is this idea that growing up in Ireland, becoming an adult has been shunted up. People are having kids later. They're settling down later if they're doing that at all. So the interesting thing about housing, it's not just how about the price of housing. It's about people's lives. It's about dignity. It's about getting your life sorted so that you actually can become an adult. I mean, this is the bizarre thing in Ireland. If you'd said in my generation that you could be earning 50 grand a year here, okay, in a decent job with good security, and yet you couldn't get a room in a house. Yeah. It's not insane. a room get your own flat. People, I would have said to you years ago as an economist, well, that can't happen. But it is happening. So I think, we you know, that's the bit you have to fix. And whatever party fixes that, they'll get elected. Sounds like it, all right. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us. DoggyBookFestival.org is the website uh, if you want to get your hands on some tickets and go along. It's on from the 15th to the 18th of June. And congratulations on the stellar lineup. And we can't believe it's just gone from strength to strength. Fair play to yeah. Nick McWilliams. And be sure to ask Tom I, Hanks I, for a few quid for a few houses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he might build exactly. a block of apartments for us while he's here. A little whip round. A whip round. Yeah. Uh, thanks a million, David. All right, gents. Take, Take care. care. Bye. 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 Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am.